Earlier this week, I was talking to you guys about a food truck Friday event in my little town of Divuniac Springs, Florida, that, again, our town only has about 6,200 people. I shared some of my experience from that particular night, so today I'm going to be talking about what else I observed and those different trucks and how they were hurting themselves or helping themselves. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So let's go through the observations. Again, Melissa and I attended a food truck Friday event. There were about five to 600 people there. We walked up and down the block five different times to check out what all the different vendors were doing. And we spent about three hours there observing the food truck owners, their employees, and the people that were eating their food. One of the vendors had their back door propped open all night long. There was no screen across the door, which means bugs are flying in and out all night. Not only is this a violation in Florida, but the inside was messy and disorganized, and every single person that walked by could see what a mess it was. Their back door was opposite the serving window, which meant when they parked, and the serving window was facing out in the street, because that's how they park at this event, because we walk up and down the street, they block the city street off. So we're safe to walk up and down the street itself. That meant their back doors on the sidewalk where a lot of people would walk on the sidewalk. So they could see right in and see how messy it was. They spent the night with short lines and their line broke consistently all night long. If they hit 500 in sales, I would be shocked. Another vendor had an emergency and left his business in the hands of his friends. Now, this was great for his reputation because they kept their commitment to the food truck Friday no matter what. And that I applaud. Too many vendors dump events for something so small as a hangnail. Now, the problem with this was the friends weren't real familiar with the menu flavors, but they were enthusiastic and they were outgoing. And we bought from them as well. I told you earlier in the week that we spent $40 at one vendor. This one sold drinks. So we bought drinks from them, and the drinks were very flavorful. But it was a service is why I would recommend this place again, because the owner kept his commitment and his friends were outgoing. Another vendor had fallen victim to the free credit card processing schemes and then lost business from the lack of the required signage and then the way the fee was presented to guests. The dude would give the total and say, hey, it's $8. And then when you presented a credit card, he'd say, oh, it's eight ninety. Now think about that. 90 cents upcharge just because a credit card was presented. 90 cents. Now, when you got the receipt, the receipt broke down the convenience fee is what they called it, but it's still a surcharge. And then the sales tax. So that implied to me that if I bought the product at $8 and gave him $8 in cash, there would have been no tax. 
So that means that $8 already has the tax rolled into it. And that would make the convenience fee truly 90 cents. So not only is this vendor chasing away people by saying one price and then charging me another one, they hand the credit card over. Because what I noticed that night is the only people that accepted that stupid charge was young people. People that don't understand the value of a dollar. The older folks, when he would say, hey, well, it's going to be, you know, $2 or more because you're using a credit card, they would cancel the order and leave. You can't sustain that very long having people cancel an order. Now, the problem with this particular vendor is they were handling the processing fee in violation of the processor rules and regulations, the terms and conditions that when you accept a MasterCard, Visa, American Express, or Discover, you are saying, I will comply with. They were breaking that terms and conditions. They were also breaking federal law on fees because they didn't do it in a proper way. If I present you with a debit card, you have to give me the ability to process that as a debit card so I can get lower fees. They didn't give me that option. They ran it as a credit card. And they were breaking the state law on collecting sales tax. Any convenience fee is considered to be a part of the total cost of doing business, and that's subject to sales tax. So in this particular case, they should have charged two more cents. Now you're going, Bill, that's not a big deal, two pennies. <laughs> you're such a jerk. Yes, I am. I expect things to be done legally, and I expect things to be done properly. If you're not going to be legal and you're not going to be ethical in how you do your business, you will not grow, and you're going to be one frustrated business owner. Now, I can tell you for a fact, Florida does not mess around on underpaid sales taxes. I know vendors that have been arrested in their house because they were behind on sales taxes. So if you think underpaying sales taxes is a smart business move, save yourself a headache. Get out of the business now. Find something you can handle. The slowest vendor was the one I mentioned the other day about having blaring music. Now, they eventually turned the music down, but it was still too loud. Background music, again, should always be in the background. It should not drown out a person-to-person conversation. It should drown out other people's conversations around you. The music was too loud, and they paid the price for it. They got one guest on average about every 10 minutes or so. And I will say I have never timed a food truck in that manner. How long it took in between guests. Typically, I have a line and can time a line. For this dude, I was timing how slow he was. Now, this particular food truck is a local food truck. They have a bad reputation, both in food and service. And that reputation has caught up with them locally, so they have to actually drive around to the other cities to get new victims, basically. But for some reason, he was back in our little town, and I wanted to try their food, because the first time I had it, it was horrible. It was worse than horrible. But that blaring music that they were playing... I wasn't even going to give him the chance because I wasn't going to step up to his window and try to yell out what I wanted over that noise. Even if they were playing, again, my favorite artist, the music was too loud to conduct a verbal business. A couple of vendors had zero pricing mentioned on their menu. You, as a food truck owner, must allow the people that attend events to self-exclude themselves from your line based on their pocketbook. No one wants to stand in line to ask, how much is this? If there's no prices listed, you're missing out on opportunities. Because if I have to ask you how much something is, I don't want it. If you're not proud enough of your prices to put them on your menu, I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to do business with you. Let people know your prices. Save them the embarrassment of having to ask you. Every person that asks represents many other people that moved on from your lack of information on your menu. Put the prices on there. Give people a way to understand what you sell and how much it costs. That's what a menu is. If you're wanting to be the go-to food truck at a community food truck event, be smart about it. 
Talk to everybody that passes by. Get one person off the food truck. Get them down on the street level so they can be eye to eye with the guest. They're not looking down on the guest like you do from a food truck or food trailer. Set up a little tent. Do whatever it takes to be eye level. And then communicate with people as directly as possible. You cannot afford slow communication in events where speed and time matters. Get your food into people's mouths. Sample, sample, sample. You never know if that one guy has a family of 10 or runs a business that needs a catering for hundreds. People come out to food truck events to not only get fed, but to explore options for their future. They may have a lunch coming up and they want to feed 100 people and they want to try different food to see who's the best. But you ain't going to impress nobody if you're not talking to them and you're certainly not going to impress them if you're not getting them to come to your food truck. Be aware of your food truck 360 degrees all around it. The exterior should be clean and inviting. The signage should be clean, inviting, easy to read. It should be informative. People shouldn't be looking in the back door going, oh my god, that's dirtier than my teenage kid's room and then they move on you want to be successful in this business treat people the way you want to be treated how delighted are you when somebody speaks to you when you walk by and say hey dude how you doing i've got a hot dog with your name on it come on down you may not want a hot dog but at least they're trying to get your business you guys have the opportunity to be awesome you have the opportunity to be mediocre they're both choices Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.